This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 96, Kristen's Coaching Story. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. there, Miss Unstoppable. Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, I have one of my clients I'm interviewing. We haven't done this in a while, so I'm excited to share her story with you. Her name is Kristen, and Kristen and I began working together in late March 2020, and we officially wrapped up coaching together in November 2020, And she's since moved into my ongoing Living the Dream program for established clients who just want ongoing coaching as they implement everything they've learned in their lives as we've coached together. But I wanted to pause for a minute and have Kristen on the show as she's fresh off of my simple success coaching process to share with you all the wins and growth that she's had and the struggles that she had along the way too. It wasn't all rainbows and daisies. We had some some moments in the coaching process where she really was challenged and pushed. And, you know, we talk about in the interview, but Kristen was somebody that had a good life. And she came to me and she had done personal development to a point where I even thought, man, can I even help this girl? And she started with my Life Lovers 21 Day Challenge Program, which is now a retired course. And she came in and it was just something I was offering for free at the time when coronavirus hit and she rocked it from her end and she gained so much that she was sold and everything there is kind of history and you'll hear her talk about her journey. She talks specifically about how she was able to find some awareness of some things from her past that she had totally forgotten about to go in and heal. And from that, it changed the progression of one relationship in particular. It's healed a lot of things in her family relationships. It's allowed her to grow even more in her career, although I must admit her career was already rocking before her and I started working together. And she just is she's so fun to listen to. Um, So much fun. She's a teacher. So she's used to, you know, really entertaining. And um, so you're going to get a treat as you hear her story today. But yeah, Kristen is just somebody who was so much fun to work with. And she put in the work, man. She was going to town and she would be emailing me between sessions and she took full advantage of having a coach anytime and every time. And I loved every second of it. And I'm so glad we get to continue to work together moving forward. But without further ado, here is my interview with Kristen about her coaching story. Enjoy. All right, Kristen, today is the day you were on the podcast. 
I have been looking forward to this day for months now. Um, just getting to know you over these past few months has been such a joy and a pleasure. Not to mention you are so much fun to be around. That today's interview is just going to just be a joy to listen to and listen to your story and everything. So kind of start us off from the beginning. So I know that you had heard about me for like a year or so. And then what was it that you said, okay, maybe I should try out this coaching thing with Lindsay. Yeah. So a friend of mine, uh, shared some work that she had been doing with you in unstoppable about a year ago. And it sounded really interesting at the time, but you know, like, Oh, that's cool that she's doing that. Awesome. And then everything shut down in March for COVID, uh, the pandemic. And I was on social media a lot more scrolling along, right? Drinking wine. And I realized this is not sustainable. And then all of a sudden, poof, on Facebook, uh, I saw uh, something you popped up and it was your 21, your old 21 day life lovers program that you used to do. Mm -hmm. And you were offering that opportunity. And I said, you know what, let's go for it. So I signed up, got the book, printed it off. Uh, I was like super frugal about everything. Right. So I said, no, you said, do you want me to send you the note? No, I'll just print it off. I'm like printing it off and like binding it in a folder with like ribbon, you know, just however I can save. Uh, and then I, yeah. And then I went through it and I thought, okay, goals. Yeah. I know goals. Yeah. I mean, I've been in therapy counseling for years off and on. Yeah. I got goals. Okay. Yeah. The mantras. Yeah. I say an affirmation every morning. Cool. I got this, you know, all these little things that you do that I didn't really know the background to so much. Um, but I knew I kind of did them. And then it was at the end of the program when you start to get into some deeper work. And I remember I sat down and I started writing down things. Now I had already been journaling because I was supposed to do that. Right. But I was like, oh, okay, I'll write, you know, and then I started writing and all of the sudden I started writing things that I had forgotten from my childhood. And I started crying and I said, okay, I need to, I need to tap into her a little bit more. And and then here we are, what, eight, nine <laughs> months, eight later? months later. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I remember, Kristen, you came in, you had told me how you were sort of introduced to me and I was like, awesome. Enjoy the program. Cause at the time I was doing it for free for COVID and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And I don't like really get attached to anybody then because it's just like, we'll see if they show up and you kept showing up, you kept having the energy with it. And then when you got near the end, I was reading back through our messages, um, today and you're like, um, telling me these things and how you've yeah. tapped into these new levels and you were crying. And I was like, wow, this has like been really impactful. Cause a part of me, somehow I like kind of knew you had done some therapy and maybe you had told me, and then you had said you'd done a lot of self-help stuff. And I was like, well, maybe life lovers will be boring for her, you know, because it is kind of just the basic stuff. Yeah. So then when you tapped into deeper stuff, I was like, wow, this is really cool. Not only is she showing up and rocking this, but I could really help her. Yes. And so then when we transitioned into Unstoppable, um, again, it was like, okay, what is Kristen's journey going to look like? Because she has done a lot of work. 
you know, what am I going to be able to bring to the table for her? And so I really wanted to make sure of like, where are you now? Where do you want to be? And we got really clear on, you know, what, what needs to happen to get you to like that 10 life we always talk about. Um, and so it's so funny because when we started, I just have your life fulfillment scores here. So you started with relationships at a seven environment, eight, fun at a six finances, 2.75 spiritual six career, eight and health five. So I always say like eight and above you're thriving. So you were thriving in your career, technically and environment and about to be in relationships, but everything else you were just kind of almost thriving finances. You were not at all. Right. Right. And then as we started coaching, you know, we'll say your numbers later, but it's just, it's so crazy because again, it was like, okay, what am I going to offer Kristen? And you just kept showing up and you were like all in because again, it's like some people think when you do coaching is like your life has to be really bad and you have to be in a bad place, but you were already rocking in your career. Like you had just gotten a new job that you had really wanted. Yeah. Um, And everybody was like talking about how you're such a light and everyone loves to be around you. And yet here you were doing this deep work of like looking at this stuff. So how was that for you, Kristen, of like doing those first unstoppable weeks when we go into that kind of nitty gritty, you know, quote unquote, icky stuff? Yeah, I think that that is, you know, I think that you bring up a really good point because uh, I think that that is a misconception right? I can only ask for help when I'm face down in the middle of the arena sobbing, right? Like Brene Brown in her book, Rising Strong, right? I'm face down in the middle of the arena. Everything is a mess. That's when I need to ask for help. But really, there are so many, everybody can benefit from something, right? And so I think that I had some really strong areas in my life And then there were other areas that I didn't even think I needed to fix because I just sort of was so comfortable in my, like, I don't want to say mediocrity, but I was just so comfortable in where I was like, yeah, I got this great job. Yeah. I'll meet a guy eventually. Yeah. I'll figure out dead eventually. Yeah. Whatever. Right. But then when I started to get into those first couple of weeks and I started to really tap down into the stuff that I had just forgotten, the stuff that was sort of settling me in not a good way, like just kind of settling me down, right? Instead of letting me really grow. Um, when I started to tap into that, it was it was really intense. And you know, it was it was really hard. And it was hard because I was remembering things that I had not even knew, you know, I had completely forgotten about in my history, in my past, in my childhood. I was remembering things. I was journaling that was bringing up more. Um, but I also was really committed to this program, this, um, system, because I knew that once I started and I got into it, I could only go up, right? Sometimes you have to You have to dig up all that. You have to dig up. You know, you have to like tread the dirt, right? Or till, you have to till the soil before (laughs) you can plant that new garden, right? So Mm -hmm. yeah, you might have beautiful flowers in your garden and anybody on the outside could say, wow, what a beautiful garden. Wow. And then when you're like, yeah, but you know what? My garden can be better. Let's till that soil. Let's work it. And then we plant new and it's like, whoa, your garden's incredible. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm an incredible garden now. 
(laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, but it's worthwhile. Yeah. You know what I hear there too, Kristen, is you really trusted the process. Like you trusted me and the process enough um, to just go all in because yeah, those first three weeks, they kicked your butt. I remember that we had to even spend some extra time on it for you to just process and bring up more stuff. And again, this was after you had had years of therapy years, like who would have thought there was more in there right? to go into. Yeah. So then we, we bring all that out. Then we start getting to heal that stuff. Can you kind of just briefly talk about what that healing process was like? Like on the podcast, I always say, I do this thing with my clients where we feel, deal and heal. You know what I'm talking about? The release process. Yeah. Yeah. Your experience is really cool. I'm sorry. What was that? Because your experience was really cool when you did that. Are you talking about when you went on your release? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wait, can I say that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think the first part of it was like you said, really hard, but I kept showing up. And I think what was most beneficial for me is I emailed you regularly. You know, if I needed something, I would work on it in my journal and then I would email you and you would, um, really be there for me and support me with that, which was really helpful. Um, and then we got through, we kept going through the program and going through the program. And then we went to the release weekend and I I won't give any details, but, um, I did a lot of work leading up to that. And I remember feeling really nervous that I was going to do it wrong. Right. And I just felt like I have been doing, I have been working on this program and watching these videos and talking to her every week and journaling and counting wins and doing mantras and my habits and like we're doing all of these things. There's no way I can go off and not have this work for me. Like it's just not an option. I've devoted too much time and energy to this. And I was super organized and I was writing out my lists of what I need. And I remember you even said, uh, when I got back, you said, I was nervous that maybe I was going to hear from you and (laughs) you maybe were going to trip yourself up, but I didn't like once my car was packed and I knew I had everything. And even if I didn't have it, I had what I absolutely needed. I just drove, went to where I needed to be, let it all out, did all that process. And I really, boy, I felt it and I dealt with it. (laughs) And then I remember uh, it was in the summer when I went through it and I went away into the woods um, because that's what I liked, even though my friends were like, what are you doing going away into the woods? Ah, It's all good. Um, Yeah. So I remember driving back like in the country and I had my windows down and I was playing music and I just felt like, wow, okay. Like, okay, I did this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like something had shifted. Yeah. It was yeah. really incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. It's hard to explain it, isn't it? It's like, it's so powerful and yet so, it's so hard. But personal, right? Like yeah, how I feel and what I experience is going to be different than my friend or my other friend or another friend mm-hmm. or how you mm-hmm. do, right? Because I think one of the most important things for me to remember when I was there was just, I think you said this in a couple of videos or something a couple of times of your body knows what to do. Just 
just take a breath and do it. And it did. Yeah. So in essence, too, you started trusting yourself more, listening oh, to your body more. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So then let's kind of talk through that, Kristen, of, you know, we've gotten kind of in the nitty gritty of the actual process. <laughs> and I wanted to touch on that because so many people, again, like they think, oh, you've got to be in this really dark, horrible place to do this kind of work. And this work is going to just be really heavy and hard and, um, unenjoyable. And yeah, some of it is, it is heavy and hard and it brings forth a lot of stuff, but the fruit of that is so beautiful and you can be in a really great place in life and still take it up a notch. So again, I wanted to bring that up, but then let's talk about just the results of like the before and after. So who was, let's just go into who was Kristen before this whole thing started. So like this would have been March, 2020. Yeah. I was in a relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. with a guy who I thought was going to be just right, my just right fit. I knew I wanted more from my professional. So I had set a goal uh, to be in a different position um, by a certain age. And so I basically had one more year before I could do that, before I hit that. And I was, you know what? I was, um, I was like a roller coaster. Right. So I say that because now I know that I'm not so much, or at least I'm trying not to be right. So, um, I felt really big highs and then I felt really low lows. Um, I love this man so much. He's so incredible. Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. You know, Mm -hmm. and I'm so mad at her. I can't believe she could do that. I never want to talk to her again. Right. Like these extremes. Um, but mostly highs, mostly like everything is great. My top strengths are positivity, right? Uh, Includer. So all of these really social um, sort of strengths. And I think that served me well, really well, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's, that's where I was before. Really um, happy in my career, but was ready for more. Mm -hmm. Met this guy who I thought was great and was ready for more health. I felt like I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I could probably be doing more better. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, like I hadn't gone to counseling. I hadn't gone to therapy in maybe a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I didn't feel like I really, it was really serving me. So I just was reading a lot, a lot of audiobooks, a lot of um, conversations with like-minded friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the before. But like I said, I, yeah. you came to me on Facebook and I said, let's try it. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. So then kind of tell us life after what's been the biggest changes for you now that you're eight months and you're officially done with this kind of journey in some ways. Now I, okay. Now I feel more, we use this term a lot, neutral. And I really love that term because it allows me to feel all the feelings, but I don't have to be consumed by them. And I feel like prior to all of this, you know, um, I feel like that inner mean girl, she was still in the driver's seat doing a lot of the work and it felt comfortable because chaos felt comfortable. Mm. Um, oh, wait, we need to take a moment there. <laughs> chaos felt comfortable. 
Right. So many of us can relate to that. That's right. Especially as deep feelers and passionate people. It's just like, oh, I'm just passionate, which we are. Yeah. But it's that chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, like I, I was, I was happy if if someone were to ask me the kind of, you know, what kind of person are you? Or I would say, I'm, I'm happy. I have the beautiful life that I've created. I'm proud of what I've done. Mm -hmm. But there was a, but, you know, like, but I know, I just knew that something more could happen. Something more could, I could, I could tap into now I know it as my authentic self back then I didn't. Right. But I could tap into even more, my more best self. Right. Yeah. So now after all of that, that's how I feel. I feel just like, ah, right. Like in one of our phone calls, we, we even talked about, I was talking about what I was going through and, and you summarized it for me. And I said, I'm just exhausted. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just exhausted. And you said, yeah, yeah, it sounds it right. Because mm-hmm. it's up and down and back and forth. And now mm-hmm. I feel like I'm kind of riding that, that wave of like, I can decide, uh, you know, I can decide my response. I can decide my thoughts around a situation. I can decide, I can decide, like I get, I get to choose. Yeah. And you know, you and I talked about this during our journey, but at the beginning you would email me a lot and we do a lot of coaching between sessions. And then as it went on, it like dwindled and dwindled. And a part of you one time was like, I'm emailing you a lot less. I'm like, I know (laughs) (laughs) you're trusting yourself more. Like you're calming down. Like the nervous system was calming. Yeah. Yeah. And trusting, I keep saying, but it's just, it's been so fun. Okay. So it shows the life difference in your life fulfillment score. So I mentioned before, so you started with relationships at a seven, but then at the end of coaching, it was a 9.25. So one of the big things, cause I was looking at our consult call way back in gosh, May. And I said, okay, what's the thing that really needs to move the needle for you in your relationships? And you said, I've got to let go of some family stuff. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you've let that go? Yes. Huge, huge, yeah. huge, huge. And you know, it, you've said this in your podcast before about how, you know, if we can change our response, our, you know, you go through the model situation is what it is, but if we can change our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, that response can change. And in turn, the people with whom we're interacting interact differently or, or, or more effectively in, in my life. Right. So, um, I had some big challenges with my mom and, uh, you know, I never said to her, mom, I have big challenges, right? Like these are all the things on my mind, you know, it never happened. I, I, I felt it. I healed with it, you know, and I dealt with it, right? Feel, heal, and deal. Like, right? Yeah. Feel, mm-hmm. heal, heal. Yeah. Yeah. I did all that. And now we call each other like every day. I never thought I would want to talk to my mom yeah. every day. Yeah. Now it's just like, hey, well, what are you doing? Oh, cool. And when we spend time together, it's just everything is just more relaxed. Yeah. Right. 
Well, and what I remember from that journey with your mom, Kristen, is as you changed, it was like she magically changed and she came around and was, and was apologizing for things and doing things in a different way. And you're like, Lindsay, what is this kind of woo woo magic? Almost, It was like, like, isn't it so cool? Yes. It was like the next week. And I said, you're not going to believe what happened. (laughs) That's what I would say to people. I came back from my release weekend and I was like, you guys, it was like magic. Everybody. It was magic. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary folks. Magic. It was magic. Everybody doing his magic. <laughs> it's so funny too, because when you came back from your release, you know, normally we, at the time we had 30 minute calls on my calendar. I booked a whole hour. I was like, Chris is going to have some feelings. <laughs> you're like, I remember when we were talking you're like, oh my gosh, I know I'm taking your time. I was like, don't worry. I booked an hour because <laughs> I just knew because oh again, like being passionate people, when we go and we actually like deal with our feelings and like heal that stuff, it's so powerful. It is so, yeah, it is so powerful. And you know, yeah. one of the things I love the most about it is, um, so you had, you, you know, you say you use the word neutral a lot or, mm-hmm. you know, get to a place where you're neutral about a situation or, um, there's not a charge to it. Um, and if you are feeling that way after a few days, that's that sign, you know, like be a scientist of yourself, go back. And that is when you need to say, you know, that is when you need to say, okay, what is really going on here? And Mm -hmm. I have shared things with close people in my life. And I have that, that neutral feeling, you know, I I remember I shared with my boyfriend at the time, some things and he was starting to feel things and get angry and I'm never going to talk to that person. And I said, you know what? I'm, I didn't even know what to say to him. Cause I felt like, no, this is my story. This is me and my story. And, and I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm sharing, I'm just sharing facts to you. Now I'm just reading you a book, right? I'm just mm-hmm. reading a book now. Yeah. I'm not standing at a podium professing. I'm just reading you what happened. Yeah. Again, that's the power of the heel, right? Yeah. Becoming neutral. And so then what does that free up for you? Like, because for many of us, we don't even realize how much our brain space is consumed by all those triggers and all the Mm -hmm. things that we thought we were over. Yes. But then all of a sudden, Kristen, like, you know, you started to blossom even more and like, like we, then that was so fun because then we got to spend three months of you dreaming big. Because that brain space had, you know, capacity. That's right. Yeah. And then we got to like paint this beautiful picture of all the things. And boy, I dreamed big. (laughs) Yeah. Which is so fun. Well, and again, it like shows in your life inventory. So if we look at environment, it went from eight to 10. So that was already in a good place, but it got even better. Fun went from six to 9.75. And let's just say like that's during a global pandemic, everybody, that you were able to do that. What, What really changed for you with fun? you think? You know, I know exactly. I realized I, when I, prior to all of this, when I thought of fun, I thought of, and there's nothing wrong with this, but I thought of going out, having drinks, going at bars. Um, I mean, I do love to explore, going exploring, mm-hmm. um, being around a lot of people, um, you New know, relationships. Like, like, 
was something new we talked about. New relationships and, and, and the, the passion and the wowza that came with all that. That was fun to me, right? Yeah. All the stuff you see on TV and social media, like all the stuff that we're told is the fun stuff. This is fun, right? And then after I really got to know myself, I, it's fun for me to meet a friend and go for a walk. That is fun for me. I enjoy that. It's fun for me to walk around our local market on a Saturday and see what's going on. That's fun for me, right? It's fun to, well, I do love to try new restaurants. And so the fact that everything is closed is a bummer, but you know, like just Zoom calls with friends and you're laughing or a lot more phone calls with friends and we just, or we send each other silly memes or we, that's fun for me. Just feeling a sense of like calm and chill and again, still feeling what's going on around me, but just a sense of like, I don't need to put on air. I don't need to do anything, but be who I am, what I want to do. Like, that's all I need to do. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's that. Yeah. And a lot of people say that with the coaching journey is like, they finally feel that peace with just being them. And so it's just fun waking up another day and being Kristen, you know, that's yeah. right. Cause you well, know, like you're in the office and like, cause there are three coaches and we all share an office, <laughs> you know, someone will tell a story. One of us will start laughing. That is, that's fun. Like just finding the funny and the joy in things. Yeah. Well, and then let's talk about finances. Cause you started coaching with a 2.75 for life fulfillment and then it went to 7.75. So what changed here? Oh, I think that the biggest thing was I realized that spending is a spending is a distraction of mine. Mm-hmm. And I also realized that it was a habit uh, that I had learned from other people in my life. Right. So like, oh, this is on sale. I'll get it too. Right. Or, oh, I can't miss this sale. I'll stock up now. But then you like have like a cupboard stocked full of stuff that you're not using. or um, I, you know, it's so funny is my part-time job as a salesperson and I would go to places and people would upsell me and I would leave and I would go, damn it. I didn't need that. <laughs> I didn't need to spend that extra $10 shoot, you know? Yeah. And then I felt guilty. And then it's just this pattern of like it. Right. So I think for me, the biggest thing was just, again, realizing the why. Yeah. I think one of the, my favorite things about this whole program is just realizing why I do what I do and knowing that I don't actually have to do it if I don't want to, if it's not serving me, I do not have to continue with these patterns. And Mm -hmm. I think, um, that's why, you know, it's not like in six months I doubled my salary or anything. Like I know you have great stories of people who are earning this much money and it's incredible for them. And I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. For me, it was an understanding of I am in charge of my finances. I decide how I spend my money. I don't have to to spend it on things just because it's on sale. I was never one for like fancy things. That's a thing. I was never like, I would never overspend on big ticket items. It would be all of these little things that would add up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And part of that too, is like you said, a distraction. So you're doing it to make yourself feel better. Right. And, and again, it's not like you felt like crap all the time. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, let me just get these little hits. I love the pleasure and joy of it right. because deep down it was like, oh, let me cover the stuff that I don't even know that's there yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Comfort in the chaos, right? Yeah. Like total. It's just, this is what I do. I, I buy things. Mm-hmm. I just, I buy things. Yeah. And we should mention too, that Kristen is in the teaching profession. <laughs> Yes. So like, like doubling salaries and things like that is it's, it's a tricky game, but you know, this is the work you did before me too, was, um, going from being in the classroom to now being a teacher coach. So yeah. when she says like, she's a coach and stuff, that's what she means. Yes. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So spiritual, if we look at just life fulfillment scores, you went from a six to a 9.75. That's pretty cool. What changed there? Um, I think journaling more, um, got me really more in touch with who I am. And I tend to, I tend to be drawn towards the spiritual realm of things, right? So there are crystals in my house and I say mantras and affirmations and I, you know, thank you for this, right? Whatever this is, you know, whatever. I feel Whatever like this higher power is that day because yeah. it can vary, right? Yeah. Um, but now I just really feel like you have one of your uh, one of your videos is um, a guest, and she talks about how the universe has your back, and that is just how I feel. Like this week alone, three things have happened that were like mind blowing to me. Um, I put it out there, and I just put it out there and set that intention, and this is going to happen, and it did. It manifested, mm-hmm. and it's. Yeah. It's incredible. And so I think that, uh, when I think of spirituality, that that's what I think of, right. I, I, I don't necessarily, um, well, spirituality can be a lot of things. And I tend to, to err on the side of, um, some higher powers out there and, you know, I'm charging my moonstone on the full moon and, uh, you know, <laughs> what stone is going to bring me what I need. Okay. I'll get, yeah. This Went to a- well, what I hear there, Kristen is twofold is like, we started counting wins and that sort. So you're starting to see more of this abundance that's always come your way. Yes. We tapped into that manifesting that we did in that one training that like amplified it all. And then two, you're learning to be Kristen, you know, 2.0 that we always talked right. about in these videos, that's right? right? Yeah. And then, and then you're getting rid of all the crap that was holding you back. So you can connect even more to that spirit and just be you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so right. cool. Um, so career went from eight to 10, which was no surprise. And that was kind of work you did before me. Yeah. Um, and then health went from five to nine. So tell us about health. Yeah. So this is interesting because, uh, after I finished everything with authentically awesome, I sort of said, all right, I can take a break. I'm doing all this work. I've been working so hard. I'll take a little break. And then about like a week into the break, Two weeks into the break, I was like, wait, I don't quite feel like I want to feel here. Oh, crap, you know. Um, but I think that speaks to how you always say this is not this is not a boom. Right. This isn't fit. a diet. This is a this lifestyle. Is a diet. This yeah. is a lifestyle. And I think that, you know, but again, that's on me. Um, but the the second I turned it around and I, you know, even tiny little things, tiny little things make a difference. So anyway, you asked about my health. You, um, yeah. Yeah, I feel that like I know I know what I need to do. 
I, I know what I need to eat to feel good. I know if I drink too much, it doesn't feel very good in the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that if I drink tea a lot during the day, I just love tea. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy and good inside. <laughs> right. So, um, but again, you know, I think we go back to COVID-19 and the pandemic and <clears throat> there are a lot of messages all over the place, messages about um, being, being in our lounge clothes, drinking a lot of wine because there's nothing else to do, you know, ordering in and eating a lot of food. Uh, and I think at the start of everything, I was doing that. And I was with um I had a partner at the time that really, that was his jam. And I was in this like place with you of like, I'm working through this stuff. And then he was super comforting with the food and the wine and the sitting on the couch, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it finally occurred to me like, wait, I don't feel good. I don't, I don't feel good. Cheese is not good for me. I can't eat cheese. You know, like stop with the charcuterie trays. I love them, but stop. Yeah. So, um, so I really started to focus on what, what do I want to do to feel good? And, um, I set some new little goals for myself, which I loved, um, Mm -hmm. four days a week working out. I think it, I think it was a 21 day habit to do some sort of movement every day. I think if I remember that was one of my 21 day habits. Yep. Early on. Um, And that would be anything from going for a walk to going for more of a run to picking up my weights and doing something on the app that I have on my television. Mm -hmm. And the more I did that, the better I felt. And I think, um, I think we talked about this in Authentically Awesome, or we talked about it in something. I can't remember. I think it was later on because it really stuck with me about self-discipline. And I really came to this thought of when I make a promise to myself and then I keep it, I'm learning I can trust myself. So if I make a plan of what I'm going to eat that day and I stick to that plan, when I go to bed that night, I say, yes, girl, get at it. Shout out to you for not having those extra snacks. Because if I'm not hungry, why should I eat? Or, yes, girl, you said you were going to work out. And even though it was 7 o'clock and it was cold outside, you got those sneakers on and you went for a run. Mm -hmm. Yes, excellent. Yes. And then I'm like teaching myself, you can trust yourself. And then when it comes to those big decisions, like, this is something that I'm going to do in this next year. I really feel like it doesn't matter what other people say because I trust this decision and have so much confidence in this decision Mm -hmm. that I don't need, I don't need anything else. I don't, you know, you say in one of your videos, um, we, we can fulfill our own needs. And I had trouble with that at one point with one of them. It was about, um, my boyfriend at the time and, I wasn't feeling desired by him and, you know, I wasn't feeling very sexy. And why wasn't he doing this, this, why wasn't he, why wasn't he, what, doing this, 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 and this. And you were like, well, you know, you gotta, you got, I think I even was like, I can't like masturbate every day. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. And you go, 
well, and I, no judgment ever. And you're like, well, you could, but let's really look at this more deeply. And I'm like, yeah, let's look at this more deeply. Right. And then it was, uh, it was, and then you started giving that need to yourself of like, I'm sexy. I'm desirable. I remember. I got, and that was my mantra every morning. Uh, I don't remember what it was at that, at the, at this moment, I don't remember what it was then, but that really helped. I remember that call now, Kristen, because I remember you being like, Oh, almost mind blown. I was like, you're putting that need on him. You need to take it back for yourself. And you were yeah. like, what? And I was like, Wait, oh yeah. I can make, I can feel that way. My own self. That's right. Yeah. 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 So fun. Okay. So I want to go back to the health stuff. And like the big thing oh, when yeah. I think about your journey with health is those habits and you sort of just habits. making those habits, showing up for yourself right. because otherwise what happened is you, because you are such a passionate person, you'd be like, like you mentioned of like, mm, I want some chocolate and then I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do this. But we had to balance that out of like, yeah, we want to follow our passion and, and live in that. But we also want to, you know, stay true to these habits and these things that we set for ourselves and kind of live in that middle ground. Yes. Um, and it's so funny because when I was looking back on our notes today, from our consults, you know, I always ask this question on the consult, what do you want to gain to say it was worth all your time and money? Like one of the best investments ever. And you, one of the things you said was, I want habits to move me forward in my life. I want to tighten up my goal and habit setting to put in practice. And I was like, I totally forgot we had even said that was one of your things. Oh my gosh. Isn't that cool? And the other thing that you said, um, and again, I had forgotten this is I want to be consistently me. I want to be a light. I want, um, not just for others, but especially when things get rough, I want everyone to know that like, I'm me, like I'm showing up as the best me. Yeah. And that cool. I love that. Yeah. That's been like the theme when I drew my puzzle of me, remember it was like a light. Yeah. Beaming through you. I love it. Yeah. So good. Okay. So Last question, Kristen, for you, as we talk about this journey, somebody who's saying, okay, I don't know if I want to start this whole coaching journey. I don't know if I really need it. I don't know if it's going to do anything for me or worth my investment. What would you say to them? Hush up. (laughs) That's the first thing that came to mind. (laughs) Hush up. Yes, you do, girl. Stop. I would say stop, stop, stop. Get at it. Call her. You can do this. Enough. You can live your life. Stop. It's so funny because we haven't mentioned this on this interview, but you've referred so many people because you're out there like telling people all the time. It's like, you need to go this coaching stuff. It's legit. It is legit. So, okay. For real. What did I tell my friends? I said, you know what? I just talked about it and not like super in depth, but as I was going through things, uh, it was just, yeah. Yeah. Cause you were never in like a convincing energy. It was always just like, Oh my gosh, I'm going through this process and no. this is what I'm learning yeah. and this is what I'm doing yeah. and this is how I'm feeling. And then they were like, tell me more. Exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly right. So I think if someone was like, Oh, I'm not really sure. Oh, I'm not really sure. Um, I would say, ask yourself this question. When you wake up every morning, do you throw the covers off ready to live in your skin? all day long from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, or do you experience hiccups? And Mm. I think 99% of people experience hiccups and that's okay. You're supposed to, right? Mm -hmm. And this is why life coaching is so important because 
you can be anywhere. There's nothing wrong with being in the middle of that arena, face down. I'm in the worst part of my life. Like that's your story. You shared that, Lindsay. You yeah. were in like, like the worst, awful, ah, uh, what on earth part of your life, and it helped you. Mm-hmm. And I was more in the middle, and it helped me. Mm-hmm. And I know there are other people who are like, I actually thought I was doing pretty flying high, and I was. I was doing great. Um, but I just knew, I just knew. And I would also say like, Hmm, something helped you find your way to this woman anyway. So why not just do it? Just take (laughs) a breath and do it, you know? Yeah. But I love what you said there is like, if you don't throw off the cover and like, Oh, I just love being me. Right. I I mean, that's how I have kind of described it of like, if you don't have a pep in your step and you're so excited about life, like you need to look at life coaching because that's, what's been the change for me. I would wake up and be like, Oh, the snooze. And like, Oh, I have to go to this job that I like somewhat hate. And what is the point of life and living? And it wasn't like I was suicidal, but I was just like, this is not what I signed up for. Mm -mm. And then now is like, like you said, I throw out the covers and maybe I'm tired and all the things that I'm like, I, I get another day to live. And I write almost every day, my gratitude journal. What am I most grateful for? Another day of living. That's right. And it's just like, ah, oh, I get to experience this. This is amazing. Okay. And then, like you said, those tools, you're going to have hiccups. And then those yeah. tools are always there to pick you back up. That's what I love too, is, is, is exactly that. Because on a personal note, I know one last thing you said, you only had one more question, but on a personal note, I know that I, um, I fall into habits of like, um, oh, how do I want to say this? Um, like I'm doing really, really well. And I've got everything is good and calm and I'm manifesting and things are good. And then like all of a sudden out of nowhere, something hits me. Like it happened a few weeks ago. Something hit me. Mm -hmm. What is this? This is not. And then I started to feel like this is wrong. I can't be feeling this way. I just did this whole thing. But no, stop, look inward, be a scientist. I love when you say that. Be a scientist of yourself. (laughs) And I realized I hadn't journaled. I hadn't counted wins. I hadn't said my mantras. And like these tools exist. Like this whole program worked because I did the tools. So why would I stop doing the tools that helped this program work, you know? Yeah. So Well, and something that you and I kind of talked about too was, um, and I've talked about this on the podcast too, is like when I was done with coaching, I was like, okay, great. Thanks so much. Like yeah. I'm going to go spend my money on yeah. other things. Like peace yeah. to you later. I got this. Yeah. And then I did have it in some ways, like I was still growing and my life was still pretty good. But then when I went back to coaching and I hired my coach again, and then I I was like, what, what, like, why did I ever not get coaching? Because it was just like, I could have been experiencing this kind of massive growth all the time and like having more mind drama than I needed. And it's just something about like, I swear it's the investment piece of like saying, I'm going to show up for myself and I'm going to put this money on the table to say, I'm going to do it. And then two, having somebody see your brain in a different way and being like, oh, Kristen, you didn't see da 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 Like I just got coached yeah. this weekend and I was like, well, I have this and I have this and I have this. And she's like, yeah, it all comes together like this. I'm like, no idea. I couldn't see that if you tried, you know? Um, and so, you know, that's just part of the game. It's like, yeah, we teach all the tools and you could totally do it on your own, but then you amplify it by having a coach. So yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So Well, Kristen, thank you so much. 
for doing all this and for sharing your story and putting it out there. Um, I'm so grateful for you. I am beyond grateful for you. Thank you so much, Lindsay. <laughs> Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember... You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.